You're listening to Frank T's Liner Notes, an informal, irregular podcast where I will think out loud about map design, papercraft terrain, game theories, projects I'm working on, and in general, letting loose the voices inside my head. creative block. Writer's block, artist's block. Is there such a thing as terrain crafters block? several months now, I feel like I've been floundering. I know some part of that is just analysis paralysis or just having way too many things to choose from. There's this point at which I tend to shut down if there are way too many options or way too many things going on. It's like going to a new restaurant and looking at a menu and you want everything on the menu and you just don't know what to choose. The harder part to that for me is that even in choosing just one thing, my mind is still thinking about all of the other things. I don't know if I could really call it creative block. Maybe I would call it creative confusion because it really is more like being overwhelmed by choice and not being able to make a decision because of the possibilities On one hand, it's the possibility of being wrong. On the other hand, it's the new shiny over in the corner that steals my attention away from whatever project I need to be working on. These are things that become frustrating for me as a creator So what do you do when you have some sort of creative block? How do you combat that? If anybody knows of a professional, uh, perhaps a psychologist who has studied this, maybe there's some books or information or someone I could interview about dealing with creative block That would be awesome. I would love to do a a show on that. There's a lot of self-imposed pressure to get the Cadaver Canyon maps finished. It's a commitment that I made with 
Purple Sorcerer Games, and it's important that I honor this commitment. Purple Sorcerer Games and John Marr are amazing. I have not heard anything from him asking where the maps are. I still feel that even though nobody's knocking on my door asking, where is it? It's my responsibility to finish this project in a timely manner. There are people who may want to use these maps to play. And having some sort of creative block that has been just hindering my progress on these maps is just not acceptable. <laughs> I had a creative breakthrough and it's not the direction I originally wanted to go in, but it's, it's, it's a direction that is working. When I'm able to get into a solution for something, that gets me excited. And, and I want to then get into the project it, because all of a sudden now I'm into what I have heard referred to as the flow. And when you're in the flow, the mind-body connection, the, the information is flowing and my fingers, it's as if my hand has an intelligence of its own. And all I'm doing is making suggestions and my hand just effortlessly creates the things that I'm just suggesting. I'll try and analyze what happened. It's almost like I've been trying to fit a round peg in a square hole, but really it's, I've been trying to fit a hexagonal peg into a square hole. I really wanted to do some square maps and instead of just doing what I know works, I've been agonizing over whether I make eight inch square map tiles, seamless map tiles, or eight by 10 map tiles, or whether I should be making seven inch map tiles or six inch map tiles, three inch map tiles. These are all square format tiles that, yeah, they're great, but it's almost as if I've been trying to reinvent the wheel or reinvent my wheel. I've said in the past that I felt that for natural terrain, hexes work better. And for some reason, I was ignoring that. The breakthrough came in looking at some cave tiles and realizing that the cave tiles really could be canyon tiles. It just became a matter of changing textures and adding more levels, more layers to the tiles. 
I'm really happy to be out of the fog and it's been far too long since I've been able to get into this creative flow. The challenge now is to maintain this state, at least until this Canyon series is finished. I think I'm also going to look into doing a quick tutorial for people who don't think they have the talent, time, or general ability to throw together a map for their VTT using some basic tools. You don't need something as fancy and professional as Photoshop. There are plenty of free possibilities out there that make it very easy. Why not? Why not be able to throw this stuff together very quickly and customize according to your needs, especially if it's something that you could do very quickly and it's just a matter of throwing some tiles down and putting some tokens on top of those tiles. homework for my supporters and anybody else listening really what is the average size of an encounter is it an 18 inch square area is it larger or smaller is it 12 inches square is it somewhere in between is it more is it 24 or 36 inch square is there an average size that most people gravitate towards i know when you're playing in a virtual gaming space that's an infinite tabletop how do people handle that? As someone who hasn't spent any time with virtual tabletops, what is the average size? What's a comfortable size tabletop for most people, for most encounters? For listening to today's microburst frank t's liner notes is an audio notebook of my personal ideas and thoughts as an independent game designer artist and father who games with his family if you have any thoughts of your own on anything that i talked about today please message me i will have all of the important contact information in the show notes remember your ideas make my ideas better.